Millennium Home is a space where we can all engage about self-love, self-worth, relationships, trauma and healing. I hope that you enjoy your stay and I am your host, Tando. Hey everyone, welcome to Honey I'm Home episode one of a new segment that I'm calling Girls Night In and unlike Instagram TV or YouTube, I'm not able to group my episodes so I'll have abbreviations at the beginning of each episode to tell you guys if it's Girls Night In or Five Minutes with Tando or the normal episode and I'm very excited to kickstart the segment today and I have a very special guest with me, her name is Bonolo and she has helped me through one of my darkest times in university. She has a platform called Hey Me, I Love You on Instagram that I really need you guys to check out. She will introduce herself and say more about who she is and what she does. So Bonola, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super keen on our conversation surrounding self-worth and self-love. And I'll just hand over to you for a second to just go over what Hey Me, I I love you is and introduce yourself and then we can just run through the conversation perfect thank you so so much Tando for having me I am a massive fan of Honey I'm Home I watched every single episode on IGTV and it also helped me through (laughs) a really difficult time um, towards the beginning of last year Um, But yes, my name is Bonola and I am the creator of Hey Me, I Love You. I think I started Hey Me, I Love You at a time that I was experiencing a lot of or like a love-hate relationship with social media. I think my my grievance with um, social media platforms is that it's a space to communicate highlights in life. And Mm -hmm. I think that in a time where you're experiencing life realistically in that you have really high moments but also maybe some considerable lows it's difficult to continuously just ingest um, perfectly curated content that might not be an accurate representation of what life should look like Um, and in an attempt to sort of humanize the social media space I created Hey Me I Love You to just explore the themes of Mm -hmm. self-love also trying to sort of deconstruct the aspirational kind of self-love that we see on social media and that it should be about face masks and and bubble baths um yeah but also to sort of work on on healing and personal development um as a community so yeah i know that you live out what you put out because most of the time on social media a lot of people live a double life you understand and Mm. so basically you practice what you preach and I'm very grateful for that platform because it also allowed me to start my own platform and to just be very unapologetic about who I am and what I do and in one of your posts you said something about how you learned that you could assert your worth in retrospect and that's when you started becoming less shameful of the moments where you felt like you were a failure or you were strong, you are not strong or brave or Hmm. conscious enough to just assert it from the get-go. And the thing about self-love is that it's not linear. Some days you will feel as though you have everything together and some days you won't. And so I think this speaks very highly about how the journey with self is all about reflection and falling in love with the parts of yourself that you've rejected before. Hmm. And this is just the foundation of our conversation. It's how, how do we go about becoming better human beings? How do we 
grow as an individual and how do we grow in spaces that you know we find ourselves in and my my first question to you is what has your experience been like with you know self-esteem and your self-confidence to like where you are today I think that's an interesting question um whenever I think of self-worth in particular I always understand it to be a sense of one's own value as a human Mm -hmm. being and I think it's an incredibly difficult aspect of like just the state of humanness because it's something that's largely influenced by other people in your formative years. Yeah. So as a child, your caregivers, those being your parents, perhaps your siblings, your educators, um, as well as the, the, the various environments that you take up space in during those formative years are largely influenced and mold your conceptualization of your worth as an individual. Yes, And I think something that isn't l- widely spoken on um, is the influence of um, societal measures of worth on one's own self-worth. So yeah. my experience of self-worth was largely, largely influenced by the South African political context at the time, actually. Um, so I remember my mom enrolled me in a, in a preschool when I was three. She ran a, a home business at the time. Yeah. And it just made sense for me to be at a, at a school close to home. And there was an Afrikaans school close to our house. And we enrolled for me to go there. And they rejected me when they found out that I was a black student. And mm. I then had to go to a different school. But even in that school, I think I was largely outnumbered um, from a racial point of view. And the the school policies, the environment, things that the school, I want to say, valued at the time didn't necessarily honor who I was as a child. And largely, um, I want to say, skewed my perception of worth on a number of, of levels. Um, yeah. And so I think that my experience of, of self-worth has largely been rooted in reparenting and unlearning some of those problematic and harmful ideas that I subconsciously internalized as a kid yeah and you know one thing that I've realized is our entire context of life is always changing and when you base your worth on what other people are doing or saying the next day they might not even have interest in those characteristics or Mm. that person that they found value in and so it's so important to like you were saying you're unlearning a lot of the behavior that you picked up as a kid so that you are in touch with yourself and that you draw that worth from within just looking internally and understanding what makes you feel valued by yourself before before you look towards other people and that's just a very beautiful thing that you're doing. And a lot of people just struggle to unlearn behavior and it becomes a part of who we are. And sometimes you don't even notice that that's who you're becoming because you're just so used to existing in that form. Mm-hmm. You know? I think it's um, important to, to sort of like take a moment because I think we all reach that point at some stage. Yeah, yeah. It's just to sit down and evaluate what is my self-worth anchored in? Um, And I think at the time, uh, a lot of my self-worth was anchored in extrinsic measures. So, for instance, my achievements, my my outwardly appearance, my social relationships, 
Um, and I think the harm in anchoring your self-worth in extrinsic measures is that it communicates to us that our worth can be temporary if those measures change, mm-hmm. um, that our worth lies in the hands of other people and that worth needs to be earned. Um, and I have a deep um, sort of like distaste for ex- extrinsic self-worth because I, I don't think that worth ought to be earned. Yes. Worth is intrinsic. And I think that all of us, when we're born, are are born with a sense of worth. And the I suppose the, the work is trying to identify um, and accept and celebrate the worthiness that already lies within us. That's so true. And I think your environment does shape who you become, but you always have the autonomy of choosing who you want to become ultimately. And you know, with everything that you've said, how did you navigate getting to a point where you realize that you have to find yourself or you have to work on yourself? I think, and that's a really good question, um, is I realized that I didn't really know myself for myself. I knew myself through the lens of other people. So I knew what my parents' perception of me was, what my educator's perception of me was, or what my friend's perception of me was. But I took very little time to establish or to to figure out how I felt about myself for myself. Um, I actually read a book recently, a really, really good one, um, for anyone who's looking for a resource on um, the role of self-love in all kinds of relationships. It's called The Mastery of Love. Um, And one of the affirmations in the book that I really resonated with was, um, I am because I know I am, not because you say I am. And I think that just reiterates the fact that whatever perceptions we have of ourselves should be ones that we've determined by ourselves and not ones that other people have thrusted on us. Um, And so I think a lot of my self-worth I think was learning who I am what I'm about what I believe in what I've interest in what I don't like what makes me happy what I um, attach success to um, and then existing in that knowing as opposed to Mm. um, searching for that knowing from other people I I've been struggling with how to navigate that space because obviously moving from living at home to then going to varsity and you're Mm. you're you're exposed to different stimuli every single day Mm. and you're trying to understand which one is directing you towards who you are and which one is directing you further away from who you are and that Mm. is why it's just so important to know your voice and to understand how it differs from those people outside of you and it's just so interesting when you look at your thought processes from I don't know like 2019 to where you (laughs) are right now yeah and the more and I, I know you also journal a lot when you look at your journal entries from 2019 and you realize how much growth there has been that's actually very inspiring and it is when you understand the kind of person that you are and you are in touch with your voice you're able to direct your relationships in a manner in which you give that love out to people but not empty out your cup at the same time and I just want to talk a bit now about like self-worth in relationships how you can identify who you are 
and stay as an individual in relationships. And a lot of people, we what we tend to do is we go into relationships and we forget about our individual self and we become that person that we are in a relationship with or we become more like them. So what has your experience been like with regards to self-worth in relationships? It can be platonic or it could be in a romantic sense. I think my my largest frustration in relationships of all nature and self-worth was not that I didn't know my self-worth it's that I didn't embody the self-worth I already knew Um, and I think that the conscious effort that we need to make um, in our relationships is trying to bridge the gap between the knowing and the embodying and I think that's why my person asserting self-worth in retrospect was so important for me um, Mm. was there are 100% going to be instances where you might not show up as your best self. You might not make decisions that are in um, your best interest. And that doesn't mean that you've diminished your worth or that you're not conscious of your worth. It just means that there might have been situations where you might not have been confident, strong, brave, um, or felt safe enough to assert worth in those environments, in those instances. And I think understanding and knowing the fact that worth can be asserted in retrospect that perhaps you might have been in a friendship where your friend might not be putting in as much effort as you are um going back and saying you know I might not have known it in all those instances before but that doesn't disqualify me from communicating to you that I feel like I deserve better than what I received um I think for me um it's just keeping the consciousness that even if I'm not asserting my worth all the time It doesn't mean that I've disqualified myself from asserting my worth in retrospect or prospectively. Yeah. And in one of my episodes, I was talking about how you're allowed to rebrand as many times as you want. And so looking back, yeah. So looking back, understanding that, yes, um, things played out the way that they played out, but that doesn't necessarily mean they have to keep playing out in that way. And you can always take the decision to start again. Like you were saying that you shouldn't be ashamed of the fact that you didn't assert your worth from the get-go. You can Mm. always start from where you are. It's just the conscious decision to just start, right? How beautiful is that? It is, Um, and I think a lot of compassion um, comes in at that point. I think that people think that once you start practicing self-love or once you sort of become comfortable in the knowing of self-worth that you've got to implement it perfectly from that point onwards and we're human and that isn't necessarily true and I think that's why self-compassion is so so important to handle ourselves with the utmost amount of care um, Mm. because we are our own um, safe space. Yeah the same amount of grace and space that we hold for Mm. other people is the same amount we should be holding for ourselves I find that most of the time we forget how to be kind towards ourselves and you can see this when your friends are going through a breakup it's so easy for you to be there for them Mm. and to advise (laughs) them and to encourage them to do better but when you are going through a breakup you don't extend the same kind of grace towards yourself and so it's it's always it has to always start within you and then you can direct that towards other people. Then it comes naturally, becomes second nature. And that's the one thing that I always try to work on. If I am in a good space, I'm able to be there for the people outside. You understand? 100%. Um, 
And so with all of that being said, Bonolo, do you have any tips for how women can love themselves more, be present and to embody self-worth in their relationships? Oh, that's a, that's a difficult question because I feel like I don't always feel like the most qualified person to speak on that. I think that everyone is yeah. always trying their best every day to, to show up for themselves as best as they can. And I don't think that one person can, can sort of give you like the golden recipe um, for, yeah. for how to do that. I think we're all just trying to make do. Um, what I will say from my own experience is, um, and I say this often, is having a talking stage with yourself. I think that that's interesting. What often so engrossed, or yeah, I think when people talk about relationships, we're urged to know your person or know your friends and become in, invested in what they're doing and what makes them happy and contribute to that. But if you don't do that for yourself, um, you're not going to be able to show up as your greatest self in those spaces. Um, yes. So I think just taking time to to know yourself, to quote unquote date yourself even, um, I think allows you to have the greatest amount of, of self-worth, of self-confidence um, and self-love in those spaces. I always use this analogy as well. If someone had to give you a black bag with mystery contents and mm -hmm. pointed to a group of 10 people and said, go and explain to them what's in this bag or go sell the contents of this bag to them, you're going to have a lot of questions. You're going to know, yes. want to know what's inside the bag, how much of the bag is, like, how much does the bag weigh, um, how worthy um, of the contents or how valuable are the contents. Um, are the contents fragile? That might also influence how you, you want, might want to handle that black bag. If there were glass in the bag, you might want to be a little bit more careful. If it were a different material, you might be a little bit more careless in the way that you carry it. And I think if you... Um, imagine yourself to be a black bag that's sort of the state that you're in before you've taken time to to know yourself and I think when you yes. hand yourself over as a bag of mystery to other people um, there's a lot of risk for people manhandling the contents because they too don't know what's yes. inside it you know they can throw it around and not knowing that they might be fragile contents they might leave it loosely not knowing that they might be valuable contents and so I think it's so so important before giving your giving of yourself to other people to know yourself first yeah and that's so insightful and what I was thinking about when you were saying that is how when you know what is inside the bag you're able to also treat it with the utmost respect because 100%. you will not just hand it over to just any person and if if you do hand it over maybe to the wrong person by mistake you are able to say no actually that's not for you and mm. because you understand what it's worth making me think a lot and I'm going to just go back into my own you know space and just meditate over that and think about reflecting over times when I have also just given away valuable pieces in my black bag because I just didn't know who I was and mm. then start doing that whole thing of dating myself and I always say it's so important to spend time alone just some time alone doesn't have to be a year it's just even if it's two weeks getting to know yourself before you're able to give off yourself to other people no 100 percent. i think that also just um ties into the concept of 
the delayed gratification nature of self-love yes I think that before you become intentional about knowing yourself about how to handle yourself and how you relate to other people in other spaces um the gratification that you seek is quite instant because you you're operating in a world where the value of yourself is is unknown you're sort of just a black bag with mystery contents and anyone can hand the bag and turn it around and toss it towards other people and there really isn't much harm that you're aware of but I think once you you get to know yourself a bit more um your the gratification that you seek is a lot more delayed you can come into contact with people and think "Mm -mm," you know to your point yeah um you're not the best person to handle my bag at this point or yeah maybe you might have handed a bag and been like actually I think I made that back right now you're not the best person to handle this so yeah I think there's there's a lot that goes into to self-worth and I'm so so excited to see how you explore it even more beyond what you've done in the first season (laughs) of Honey I'm Home. (laughs) That 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 was a very interesting take on just like how to love yourself more and I really just appreciate the space and the platform that you have created for us to actually even be having this conversation today because a lot of people do need these conversations surrounding how to be there for yourself even before you can be there for other people I'm very thankful for your time today and I really hope that hey me I love you reaches the right people in the right time at the right place and Bonolo, I will talk to you in a different episode. Maybe we can have a bigger group of women just around the table talking all things women, love, self-love, relationships. And thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, Bonolo. Thank you so, so, so much for your space. Um, I'm so, so excited that you've transitioned into podcasts. I absolutely love podcasts. And just judging from the reception of the second season I think a lot of people absolutely value it too so thank you too for creating a space for us to to learn and unlearn and heal and grow um, and develop together I think a lot of people think that if you want to to create platform or space for people you've got to know everything and I think you've taught us that you know we can all learn and discover um together which is fantastic so thank you so much for creating this community i really really appreciate it and i appreciate you having me here i really enjoyed this conversation so that's it for today guys join me again for another episode till next time goodbye